0: Stay up to date on the Green and Gold all-off season. The Green and Gold Fix podcast is brought to you by Pottawatomie Casino Hotel. Luxury stay, elite play, unwind in sophisticated comfort. Win big, dine, and experience the events in Milwaukee.
1: Rich Bisaccia. It's fun to say. Actually, I was hoping it had the word scotch in it. Scotch, no. scotch, scotch. Get in my belly. I was hoping that it was Biscaccia, but it's Bisaccia, right? Bisaccia, yes. Is
0: it, Isn't that an Italian cookie?
1: Biscotti is an Italian cookie. Steven Piscotti oh. is a baseball player.
0: He was for sure. Well, guess who just
1: got a new
0: nickname?
1: <laughs> Coach Biscotti. That's
0: actually. You're just gonna a bad call him it the
1: Italian cookie? You're just gonna call yeah. me, right? That's that makes sense. That, that totally tracks. Hey, it's great to hear your voice too. Haven't heard from you in a in a bit. How you doing?
0: Well, well, my unit blew up.
1: Yeah, it
2: did, <laughs> buddy. I don't need to hear about what happens at your doctor appointments. <laughs>
1: no, that's I why was, he went uh, to the doctor.
0: All right, well, let me ask you this, right? Because we tried connecting on Friday, didn't work. Tried connecting Monday, Monday didn't work. A show of hands, please, if you believed it was user error. We,
1: wow, all our hands are up. We, we <laughs> did we did believe it was user error, yes, full disclosure.
0: Gabe, do you have my back?
1: Um
2: yesterday user error. Friday, definitely not your fault.
0: Chewy was okay. right. Sounds Holy like
2: Chewy was right. Friday was not 100% Chewy's fault. Like, there was one button that I'd never seen pushed down on the piece of equipment that he had that was somehow pushed down. And that was preventing him from, you know, connecting.
1: But, but more importantly, why does it sound like you're calling us from a public bathroom? <laughs>
2: Because <laughs> this is the app
0: you guys told me to use. Yes. yes. The headphones are probably this not the best. This is
1: the best we can do. Packers can't
2: be choosers, guys. Exactly.
1: We're just happy to have you back on the show. So, Chew, if in fact the Packers have pulled the trigger and gotten a new special teams head coach, a guy who has a pretty good reputation as far as being able to handle these units. Special teams units, that is. are you? Does that make you more optimistic about the upcoming season? Is it a step in the right direction? How are you feeling about the news that the Packers have likely hired Rich Biscaccia as special teams coach?
0: From everything I've read, I think it's great. Those players love him. And I, I always go back to Nolan Cromwell. Nolan Cromwell was uh, our special teams coach during our run. And Nolan was tough he praise you if you deserved it, and he would just rip you a new one if you deserved it, and that's what you need in a special teams coach. But the fact that everyone loved Nolan just made it fun to play for, and this is a unit that shares a big responsibility in why this season came to an end, uh, and I, I think this is the guy to turn it around. This, you know,
2: This is a weird question because I don't know if I've ever asked it before. Is there pressure on him? Is there pressure on him because he is being paid like an SEC coordinator? He's getting two million dollars. He's going to be the highest paid special teams coordinator. Now the Packers aren't going to go from dead last thirty-two in Rick Goslin's rankings to number one, but there's got to be re- like marked improvement here, right? Like if they get up to the top fifteen, like that's a huge jump for this team, right?
0: Uh, I don't, th- I don't know. Is there pressure on? Is there pressure on you when you know you're good? You know, I mean, my fear with this is I think this guy will eventually be a head coach. You know, he was thrown into a tough situation and he winds up going seven and five after they fire Gruden. So, no, I don't think there's pressure. I, I just think this guy is very good at what he does. My concern would be he's on a one-year rental program because I think. Uh, from what I saw this year with him, um, on the sidelines as a head coach, I don't think he's he's going to be a special teams coach very long. I
1: think that is a valid concern by you, Chewy. Great to bring up that point that if he does have success, there's already eyeballs on him. There's always turnover in the NFL. There is a chance that he wants to run his own team. So are you concerned that maybe this is a one-year rental? It's an expensive rental for a special teams oh, coach.
2: Just you, you up the two brides to about... I mean, there's no salary cap on coaches. You take the two brides, you up it about, about a buck. You know, ride down the hill and you're fine. I you don't know, know what you're talking bucks. about
1: with the two bride and the units. I'm the same thing.
2: <laughs> I heard two brides also, and I was really interested well, <laughs> well, yeah, where I was the, going.
1: Well, yeah, they have the the hill. They have this, what the. What are you Mormon? All of a sudden,
2: you get I was two brides, say, <laughs> two <laughs> <game>. brides. <laughs> they got the uh, they got the they got the tubing hill right outside Lambeau Field. <laughs> I know, but I definitely thought you said. Two brides. Oh, two and brides. And I was like, oh oh, what, is this what is this a, is is this a <laughs> dower? What are we doing here?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, You throw in the two brides and he says, That's why he needs the." Spins on his hand and says, it's You got a deal. Green bay. Yesterday, you, Chew, on the ESPN Milwaukee Twitter poll, we asked the loyal listeners "What is who is most to blame or what is most to blame for Packers special teams issues over the past handful of seasons. And it was crazy because it almost came out, even Steven. It's like 32, 34, and 33. Coach personnel and philosophy I guess you assume that when you bring in a new coach the philosophy is going to change as well unless you think the philosophy is from the top down and it, it's about more of how they funnel money towards that unit how they go about selecting guys for that unit and and you know what I'm saying the way that you build your special teams unit where do you stand on that one what is most to blame for well, the Packers special teams issues coaching personnel or philosophy
0: uh, I would probably go coaching and personnel. Um, I don't think it's so much philosophy because your philosophy, when it comes to special teams, is kind of dictica- dictated by the head, head guy. He's going to allow you to be as aggressive as he wants to be. It's not on the special teams coach. You know, a lot of coaches are like, "All right, just don't do anything to screw it up," right? And I think that was Lafleur's philosophy. I kind of want a guy like Nolan that has uh, a fake punt in every every week, I, I, a fake field goal has all these different things, and they play fast. You know, Chew, This year was just such a disappointment, and and I like I said, this is a big reason why they lost so early in the playoffs.
2: Chew, when you were there, and it was Holmgren and it was Wolf, because I think about somebody like um, Jeff Janis, and I. I hate that I keep bringing up Jeff Janis just because yeah, like this, there's it's such getting, a— it's getting a little odd. Yeah, but it's because it, it brings such a visceral reaction from some pa- because some Packer fans wanted Jeff Janis to play wide receiver over Devontae Adams, which was obviously a very terrible take. But Janis was great at special teams. He obviously wasn't going to grow past what he was as a receiver, but they could have kept him around as a special teams player at, you know, 52-53 on the roster. When Wolf was running things, would he keep guys that, yeah, maybe he's not going to be able to contribute at his position, but we know he's going to be good on special teams.
0: He would either uh, keep really young guys. Like if you even Billy Schrader, you know, in his first or second year, was he, he wasn't real athletic. He had what we called straight line speed. But if you put him on the flyer, on punt, he was tough to block because he was so fast. And he made a lot of plays, you know. Um, And Ron also kept players that were towards the end of their career, or you kind of knew what they were, like a Timmy Hauk, you know, or a Jeff Thomason. Jeff Thomason, I love him to death, my backup tight end. But he was never going to be a starter in this league. But Jeff knew, like, all right, if I shined on special teams, which he did, and i functioned as a backup tight end. I could play in this league a long time, and Jeff did, you know. But, guys, it's more of a oh, – they have – Goody has to get in there when it comes to these fifth, sixth-round, seventh-round seventh, uh, draft picks and just say, look, the first couple of years, you are not going to make this team as a linebacker or a fullback you got to make it as a special teams player, which is going to allow us more time to evaluate you because you play, let's say they played at a small school. It's going to give us more time to evaluate you to where you have to convince us by your play on special teams that, yeah, you can make the next step and become a starter uh, on special teams. That's how I was. I knew I knew as my, my first or second year in the league, I wasn't playing tight end. I mean, I might get a uh, – a kneel down at the end of the game, but I had to cut my, my my teeth on special teams. And I just, I don't think they do that anymore. I think it's, there's two phases of the game and there's a phase that just don't screw it up, you know, and they kind of have to get out of that. And they have to get of, back to the three phases of the game.
1: But Rodgers even said that, I believe, after the divisional game. Didn't he say something like, you just kind of want it to come out even on special teams? You know, the offense is going to yeah. make some plays, defense is going to make some plays, and basically special teams just like keep it even. That mentality, I feel like, does contribute to guys having that attitude towards being on special teams. We talked about this yesterday, the chicken or the egg, what comes first? You have to change the idea that special teams is an afterthought that's just trying to is a placeholder, right? Hey, just don't screw up until offense or defense gets back out on the field. I think you have to change that mindset. You have to change the mentality in order to convince players that you can contribute positively or negatively on special teams. I mean, you want to talk about special teams right now. The team in the Super Bowl, the Cincinnati Bengals, has this rookie kicker, Evan McPherson. McPherson, excuse me, Evan McPherson, I didn't see the H at first. He has gone 12-for-12 in the postseason for the Bengals. And, oh, by the way, the over-under for field goals for him for the Super Bowl is 1.5. Wouldn't you take that action? Oh, I would. Jen, I I am growing more and more concerned about what you're doing.
2: Now that college football is over. Well,
1: I have to fill my time, okay? And I'm looking at these prop bets, and I'm going, I think I can make a little coin here. I think I can make a little cash.
2: So gambling is your outlet right now? <laughs> yeah. It would appear so, yes. Good luck.
1: 1.5 over under for this guy who's gone 12 of 12 in the, uh, in the postseason. I think he's going to be kicking a couple field goals.
0: Field goals don't win Super Bowls, Jen, even when they do.
1: <laughs> field goals have won an awful lot of games in this postseason. Uh, it's debatable.